Welcome, everybody, to the Impact Columbus podcast, where we talk about all things healthy moms and healthy babies in Bartholomew County and beyond. We are excited to bring you trusted local experts weighing in on topics from preconception care to optimal pregnancy and even all things baby. Today, join us as we chat with Dr. Aaron Cole from Sandcrest Family Medicine. So we're here today to chat about interconception care, which is the medical care you should get before and between pregnancies. We want to talk about what it is, why it's important, and how it can help you have a healthier pregnancy. We've brought in local expert, Dr. Aaron Cole, to talk about how moms can prepare ahead of time to have the best possible outcomes in pregnancy. A lot of women in childbearing age don't even know what they don't know about their health. So I'll go ahead and let our friend, Dr. Cole, introduce herself. Thank you for having me, Patty. Come on, yeah. I'm excited to be here and to talk about this topic. Um, so I am Dr. Erin Cole, as Patty mentioned, and I, um, I work at St. Chris Family Medicine. We're kind of a unique practice in the area because we, we do family medicine, which is kind of taking care of everybody at all ages of the family, but we also do pregnancy care and deliveries and then also take care of newborns. So we, we kind of have an interesting view of that, that full spectrum. Um, and yeah, and moms taking care of themselves is a huge part of that. What a novel concept, right? <laughs> <laughs> so if we can kind of just kick off, a lot of people haven't heard about the term interconception care. I don't think I had before I started doing this work. So if you kind of frame that for us, what it is, what it yeah. isn't, kind of a thing. Yeah. So interconception care is more or less um, the care of a parent between pregnancies and before pregnancy. We'll count preconception care in this too, because um, the goal of it is to make sure that we are just optimizing our health so that not only is our health as well balanced as it can be, but our, our bodies are prepared for a future pregnancy if that's the goal. And if it's not, figuring out how we go about setting those goals and meeting them. Awesome. Um, so I, I think I have an idea about why it's important, but maybe you could kind of expand on that for us. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is kind of a really big topic, <laughs> right? um, cause there is so much to primary care in general as a family doctor, you know, my goal is to help people, um, prevent illness, um, find problems and risk factors for that illness to reduce them as we go along and, um, and really to go with people's, um, motivation and goals along the way. Um, and so that applies totally to people who are thinking about becoming pregnant. Um, and so, um, when we are, um, when we're thinking about these interconception visits, most of the time when these occur are going to be at your postpartum visit. So if you've already had a baby, it's your chance to touch base with your uh, provider about um, goals starting at that six weeks after, usually about six weeks after you have a baby. But it doesn't end there. Oftentimes that, if we even make it to that appointment, which a lot of women don't, um, that may be the last time you see a doctor until the next time you're pregnant. And that's not ideal for a lot of reasons. Um, so having either in that postpartum visit and an annual phys physical is an opportunity to discuss whether you want to get pregnant in the next year um, and how we can help you meet those goals, whatever they are. Um, also our chance to identify health issues that might affect not only your health, but the health of a future pregnancy and your baby. Um, and then discuss ways to optimize your current health to reduce those risks, um, kind of dig into the, some of those things. Um, studies show that many moms who take their kids to regular well-child visits are really good at taking care of their babies don't go take care of themselves. They don't go to those appointments because 
got lots of things going on, a lot of other things to do. Um, and if you're not, you know, if your arm's not about to fall off, you know, there's other things that are more important. Um, and so, but studies also show that continuity of care, having a regular primary care provider that you're seeing, whether that's your family doctor, your OB, whoever that may be, um, improves outcomes if we can have that regular continuity of care um, before pregnancy, after pregnancy, and beyond. Definitely. I thought of so many things while you were saying that because I'm the picture of that person. So, <laughs> And I, I work in public health. I'm a social worker in of course. the health world. Like I know better, right? I have health insurance. I have every reason why I should you know, visit the, do those visits. But I remember thinking after I had the twins, you know, I had a, like a six or eight week check and I saw her and I was like deer to headlights, right? Cause I had two tiny humans. I was trying to keep alive with my body. Like she could have said anything to me at that point. I would not have absorbed anything. And I, I don't think our culture has normalized that care for moms. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't believe I saw another provider until I was pregnant again mm-hmm. um, with my son, subsequent kiddo, but I could have been, and you know, maybe that's the, that opportunity to to just normalize the fact that your health insurance usually covers an annual physical. So maybe we just check in on that kind yeah, of stuff. For it's good huge, reason too. Yeah. Right. Um, so within that, those visits, like what kind of issues would be identified that are like pertinent for subsequent pregnancies? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so physical health is important, but also mental health. Right. And, um, what, parent is not dealing with some level of stress. Right. Uh, <laughs> Keeping human beings alive is pretty right? stressful. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> that plus the fact that, you know, we, we know we hear about postpartum depression all the time and we don't really talk about how common postpartum anxiety is, which is right. even more common. Um, and both of them are kind of on a spectrum. Sometimes they're pretty minor. We're just kind of pushing through them, but sometimes they creep in and get worse. And again, we have other things that in our mind are more important to deal with than our own health. And they just get put on the back burner. So, you know, going in and seeing your provider so that you can um, check in, not just with your physical health, but your mental health is super important. If you're even considering, if you, whether you're considering a future pregnancy or not, that's affecting your own health and potentially the health of your family because it's all together. It's right? all in one bundle, I'm right? I'm not a good mom when I'm a super anxious, stressed mess, for sure. Like, not the best mom I could be, for you, sure. You are, but yeah, sometimes we can give more of ourselves when we're also taking care of ourselves. Exactly. So, definitely. definitely. Um, so mental health um, is one biggie. Um, and then also identifying, okay, what are those risk factors that I may have that put me at increased risk of things like gestational diabetes, um, uh, diabetes of pregnancy, or um, hypertension or high blood pressure of pregnancy? preeclampsia, um, you know, what are the things that we already know about me or even my family history that might increase my risk of some of those things? And are there things that we can do to modify those and, and reduce my risk of those complications? And so that's definitely something that you can talk with your doctor about. Um, some of that involves just discussing what those things are. Some of that may involve some blood work to find out, you know, could I could I be pre-diabetic? Um, you know, if I've got diabetes or PCOS in my family, um, could I be at risk of, you know, maybe heart disease? Do I have high cholesterol? Those things matter from a primary care perspective. Um, do I smoke? Um, if I smoke cigarettes, we know that that has risks in pregnancy. I've been wanting to quit. I've quit a couple of times, um, but I'm just I'm just struggling, you know, getting rid of them for good. And I really want to see what I can do before this next pregnancy or even for my newborn baby in between pregnancies, you know. 
how can your doctor help you? There are so many ways that we can help yeah. people quit smoking. Yeah, but you can't if we don't come see you. Yeah, right? some exactly. people are successful, but gosh, so many people are much more successful mm-hmm. when we think about, um, you know, if I if stopping cold turkey just isn't going to work for me, you know, there's so many other things we can do to help make that a, set you up for success long term mm-hmm. with quitting smoking. And aside from quitting smoking, you know, we've got some women, some families who are struggling with substance use from other um, other substances. And gosh, you know, the large majority of people who are struggling with that, they want to stop too, you know, but people want to be healthy. They want healthy babies and healthy pregnancies. Um, and sometimes just finding those resources, figuring out, okay, how do I get plugged in with resources um, to quit? That's where we come in. Yeah. Or that, the, that is like the gateway, right? Yeah. Is seeing your PCP to like figure out where the problems are yeah. as a PCP, primary care physician, sorry, need to like spell that out, um, to figure PCP. out, you know, what the issues are yeah. and how to help. I think that that's huge. Um, and, and kind of the thing that popped in my head while you were saying that was we have this culture of like moms need to treat themselves, right? Like let's always treat yourself, get you a Starbucks or, you know, whatever <laughs> it is. But, and, and not that, you know, self-care in this way should be considered a luxury, but I think when we frame it like that, sometimes it's like, no, it's taking care of myself and I deserve that. Where I think I deserve Starbucks on a semi-regular basis. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so it's the same idea, but, you know, it's it pays a lot more long-term dividends than, you know, a latte. Yeah. Probably. No, I'm just kidding, it does. Um, Lattes are important, too, but... <laughs> go get your physical and then get a latte. Just couple them. There right? you go. It's a good day for everybody. Um, so, first of all, and we haven't really... I didn't really ask this question ahead of time, but I know we've kind of talked before about having a medical home and that's kind of a big piece. And I know a lot of women, you know, say you, you go to the pediatrician when you're a kid and then you kind of grow up and you go to college and you don't really ever establish care anywhere. You might go to like, you know, the CVS well clinic or whatever Definitely. when you have a cold or, you know, so you never really establish. So a lot of times women, when they're first starting to be kind of like an adult and establish care is when they're in a pregnancy. So then I think that that's a really important opportunity afterwards to really say like, okay, now I'm an adult I take care of a human, like I need to be established in a medical home that's going to take care of me for the long term. Um, So I don't know if, I'm not really asking a question, but just that. I get what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah, but just that idea of like, this is a perfect opportunity to like establish where that's going to be um, and have that relationship start. And if it's a provider that's, you know, theoretically around the same age, that that relationship could continue for decades. Definitely, yeah. Which is awesome. That's what I love about my job um, is that I can, you know, meet people and, develop such long relationships with them. And, and for a lot of women, their, their primary care provider is their OB. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some women that works out, they don't really have, um, any other health conditions. Um, they're going in for their annual visits, their well woman visits, um, and their pregnancies. But at some point, you know, if your pregnancies are more spaced out, um, if you have other health conditions, especially, you know, if you've got any kind of mental health concern, family risk factors that involve something other than your your female parts or your pregnancies, um, you know, gosh, let's get a primary care provider um, looped in there so that we can look at some of these other things that, you know, in the long run, if we, if we aren't looking for risk factors for diabetes and things like that, that can affect you way beyond, you know, your, your yeah. fertile years. Yeah. But if you identify it in those early years, think about how much better your outcomes can be, not just for yourself and any pregnancy, but just long-term. Yes. Yeah. So everyone should have a PCP. Everybody That's should have a PCP. That's what I'm getting from this conversation, Dr. Cole. Primary so, care provider slash physician. Right. Exactly. PCP. All those people. Um, 
So say someone comes in for their well check and you're talking to them and they identify that, yes, they do want to become pregnant in the next year. They're not currently pregnant, but they're kind of thinking about it. Yeah. How does that visit then look different? Yes. So, um, so it depends on a lot of things. Like have they been, you know, have you been pregnant before? Um, what kind of timing are we talking about? Are you wanting to get pregnant like right now? Or do we want to space out for any particular reason? Um, and that can help us identify whether or not, um, you know, whether or not somebody might be considering a birth control. Um, you know, we know that women who um, have a baby and then get pregnant again really quickly actually have increased risk of some health and pregnancy complications. Um, and so your body needs some time to recover from one pregnancy before it is prepared to be as healthy as possible for the next pregnancy. So, um, so that can help us decide timing and whether or not a certain birth control might be desired at that time. Um, thankfully, there are some birth controls that are um, really nice and that you really control when they work and when they don't. Mm -hmm. um, and when they are stopped, your baseline fertility can come back really fast. So having the opportunity to talk about what are those options and what might be right for you is super important. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely makes a lot of sense. Yeah. A lot of other things that we could talk about during that time would be the things that we just talked about, identifying risk factors for pregnancy complications, seeing what we can control, optimizing, um, you know, lifestyle changes, proper nutrition to help your yeah. body um, be healthy for a future pregnancy, helping with um, quitting smoking and um, any kind of lab work that might be helpful and also starting prenatals. That's super important to yeah. do ahead of time. Um, baby's yes. organs are developing most in those uh, in those that first trimester, some of uh, the things that are really important um, is folic acid, mm -hmm. and having that in that first trimester, ideally before you get pregnant, is best. Definitely, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think we kind of already touched on my next question, but and I didn't prepare you to ask this question, but so say I'm floating around the area and I don't have a PCP, like what is the best way to get connected with somebody who could have availability? here in Columbus? Yes, awesome question. Um, so a lot of people choose their primary care provider through word of mouth. So if you happen to have a friend who sees somebody, don't hesitate to ask around because it, sometimes it's more comfortable to see somebody new if you know somebody who's had a good experience with them, especially if you're hesitant to meet somebody. A lot of us don't know, don't have a clue who to talk to, and that's okay. We've got some awesome people that you can get a hold of um, here in town. WellConnect is a really good mm -hmm. resource. WellConnect is basically a group of people that help you get plugged into um, a, a, an office so that mm -hmm. you can have a primary care provider. So I'm really good at getting to prenatal appointments. I know that those are super important. And in my eight years as a parent, I've never missed a well check. So feeling pretty good about that. But I am, I think we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but I am like the poster child for not being super duper at this. I have a primary care physician, but I will only see her if I have like two major things wrong with me. Like not one, <laughs> but like two. Like, hey, my heart's racing and I have this weird rash. Like. <laughs> There has to be two things for it to be like high level enough for me to get to. So as a person who maybe isn't considering another pregnancy anytime soon, I can see it makes a lot of sense to me if you're trying to optimize like your body and your health for a pregnancy. But if you're not like on the flip side, what's the benefit of seeing a primary care physician when you're not considering a pregnancy. Yeah. So that's a good reason to go see your doctors when you have these crazy things happening and you've got several concerns going on. Um, but your, your physical is, is kind of an opportunity to, um, look beyond that and think about, okay, what can we do to, um, 
you know, prevent bad things from happening or prevent unwanted things from happening right now. Um, and so cancer screening is a big part of that. Um, so PAPs are very important. Thankfully, they're less frequent now than they were 10 years ago. Guidelines have changed, but because they're less frequent, they are even more important to not miss. Um, and it's kind of confusing to know when you're gonna be due for your pap. So if you don't go in to find out, you could miss it. You could be late on your pap. So cancer screening is really important. Um, and then also if you're not interested in a pregnant pre pregnancy right now and you didn't get on any kind of specific birth control or you know after pregnancy or maybe it just wasn't the right one for you long term it's a chance to talk about some of those other options um, the cool thing is is there are all different kinds of birth control um, hormonal non-hormonal um, and some of them um, can last three, five, ten years depending on which one um, you know it fits your needs best um, and lots of them are still great and safe um, and effective during breastfeeding. So, you know, it's a great opportunity to learn about all of those things along with it. Um, if you happen to be at increased risk for sexually transmitted infections, um, even like the tiniest increased risk, it's good to get regular screening for those things too. Those could affect a future pregnancy if you're thinking about one, you know, a few years from now. Um, and that timeline helps us um, decide whether or not to change up any of your medications as well, because some medicines aren't as safe for future pregnancies. Um, so we can make sure that we optimize all of your health issues for that. Um, but yes please go in to see your primary care doctor if you have rash or racing heart rate too. Right. <laughs> I've been known to like show up and like one specific, I had like, I fell and I had my head and like waited like a week. Oh. And I was like, I'm really, I was younger. I was much younger then, but I, I, I was like, I, I just want to make sure that I'm not having like some sort of like, you know, bleeding in my brain. They're like, well, you'd already be dead. So. A I week think later well, and yeah, you're here. Yeah, people do that. And like, oh, well, you know, that thing's not getting better. So I guess I should maybe go see somebody. And it's like, no, like we need to have a baseline to know what, yeah. you know, your health is like. Right, but you're not. changing mole. Yeah, or, you like, know. well, what does it look like before? Oh, like. <laughs> I've never seen this person before, so I can't tell if this is a difference or not. So I think it goes back to, you know, establishing that relationship too. So Yes, yes. And if you're going on a regular basis, that also helps kind of with your comfort level, my comfort level with knowing you. Maybe I know your whole family because I'm already seeing your kids. Who knows? Um, or maybe I don't. But it, it's good to have that regular follow-up so that, you know, we know each other and um, you feel comfortable coming in for those things that are most important. Are there any, if you had one key takeaway about interconception care... And like a little nugget, what would be your one key takeaway about it? My one key takeaway. So kind of like we talked about before, sometimes it seems like there is just so much to do and you feel like there is no time for yourself. Um, but remember, you can't pour from an empty cup. And your health matters not just for your own, but for your whole family. Um, and so we really... As, as a physician, I really want you to understand your own health and what you have control over so that we can um, work together to help you meet your goals. You have a choice to um, try to find what those things are that you can improve so that you can be healthier um, and future pregnancies and future babies can be healthier for it. And we're here to help. Awesome. That sounds perfect. Any of the last thoughts that I didn't ask you about that you wanted to tell us about? No, I feel like, you know, we've really touched on most of this. One of the, I guess one of the big things is, you know, we, the biggest reason we're bringing this in now is we're trying to reduce risk for families and babies and reduce risk of complications. But, um, you know, don't forget that your kiddos are going to grow up and maybe have babies of their own someday and you're setting an example for them and um, you want them to take care of themselves when they get older and you want to be feeling good as well as you can 
for those years mm -hmm. whenever you've got grandbabies running around. So this isn't just about now. It's not just about, you know, whether or not you want to get pregnant right now. It's about your life and setting yourself and your children's um, lives up for success. And yeah. I absolutely love that. Yeah. That's a really good way to think of it too. And it's not just like, I think we do get so hyper-focused on the now, especially like when you're pregnant every day. It's like, okay, now my baby's the size of a pineapple. Now it's the size <laughs> of this, you know? And like we get so focused on like the week yeah. to week. And then, you know, you're, you're raising them and every day is like a million hours long. But it's that long-term focus of, yes. you know, your health matters. And waiting until 10 years to get started with that is really just going to put you, it's going to set you back. Yeah. Um, so starting now is the best thing you can do, whether you're planning on getting pregnant, not planning on getting pregnant, whether you are pregnant, you can still go get a primary care doctor, even if you're pregnant right now, just to get started. Yeah. Well, I'm going to make an appointment for my physical now. Yes. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Yes. Everybody, please call your PCP now. And if you don't, call WellConnect so that we can get you one. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Dr. Cole. Thank you. Um, friends, join us next month. We're actually going to be doing, I think, an all Spanish speaking podcast. So I'm super, I'm not going to actually be a part of that because I don't speak Spanish, but <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Uh, and I think that's all we have for today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.